Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with founder and director of Smooth Operations, Adam Lieb. He is the founder and director of Smooth Operations, which helps entrepreneurs create the systems and workflows needed to scale online companies. He's a 12-year veteran of the U.S. Army Special Operations a seasoned authority in psychological warfare and influence operations, in addition to having a master's of business administration. He has a very interesting story. Enjoy this interview. Well, first of all, thank you for taking a minute out today. And before we get into your very interesting life, I want to know how you survived the last three, per- three years with COVID. How did you get through that time period? And how has it changed the way that you do things now? Oh, my gosh. I mean... Honestly, we never missed a beat. I, uh, we, when the world shut down, we just leaned in and went, okay, here's the paradigm. It's changed. We can either sit here and feel sorry for ourselves or lament what could have been or lament what was, or we can work like we've never worked before to meet the needs of our customers and meet the needs of our prospects. And it led to a lot of long days figuring that out, a lot of try something, let it fail fast, and then move on to what's going to work and, you know, learn from our lessons and just lean lean in. It's kind of an overused phrase, but, you know, failure was never an option. It was always, we're going to figure it out. We're going to make this work. And honestly, while some people have retracted during the COVID era, I've never experienced success like I have since COVID. I hear that a lot. I hear it quite a bit. There's a lot of silver linings. So let's get to the heart and soul of exactly what you do for a living. And I'm going to hypothetically put you in front of a bunch of third graders at a career day. One of the kids looks up at you and asks, what do you do for a living? How do you answer them? Well, fortunately, I have a third grader, so I'm able to answer that. Um, (laughs) Good. I help business owners grow their business so they can spend more time with their families than they are at work. That's great. Yeah, that's totally ideal. So let's take that a step further. Explain to a 50-year-old guy exactly what you do. Yeah. Well, so often as business owners, we get trapped in the day-to-day of the business. We let ourselves believe that staying busy is the hallmark of success. But as the business grows, our role must elevate in the business as well. And what I do is I help surround a CEO with the right person, the right people, and the right systems and structures to grow that business without us necessarily having to pull all the levers, but by building structures and enabling and empowering people to work on our behalf and for the business so we can be at our highest level of contribution. So let's go back in your life and find out how all this started. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about where you were born and raised and how some of these seeds became who you are, how they were planted and grew into you becoming a businessman and, and being highly driven and, and doing what you do with your life. Yeah. So I was a music kid. I grew up in very rural Ohio. Uh, and discovered music at the age of eight years old, and I never looked back. I was the kid playing guitar, starting rock bands at 11, um, and music was my life. And it led me to 
uh, going to school for music to become a music teacher. And that was where my love of teaching came. I've been teaching since I was 13 years old, started teaching private music lessons at that age, and I love teaching. It's, it's a, a cornerstone of who I am. Um, as I graduated college, the war was going on. It was right in the middle of the Iraq War. And I felt like before I could get on with my professional life, it was time for me to give something back first. So I, instead of going into the workforce, I joined the Army. Uh, started my career, Army career as a paratrooper, um, jumping out of planes and all, all that stuff. And I never intended on the Army being a long-time thing, but it became a long-time thing. I ended up serving active duty for 12 years, eight of those years being in special operations. I got recruited into special ops a couple years in and fell down that rabbit hole of being a special operator and everything that that takes. Um, is definitely a discipline. It gave me a ton of motivation, drive, inner strength. Um, it's really taken me a long way. Um, you know, if you can if you can get through those years and still come out being the same per well you're never the same person it changes who you are but if you can come out of it stronger and more driven you know i think it it's it's a very good thing um, but i knew the army wasn't forever uh it it took me away from home a lot and i have a very supportive wife he said, you know, I, I know you love what you're doing, but we have to have an, uh, an end point because I want to move home and I actually need my husband at home. So I put a, you know, put a date in the calendar. Here's the date I'm getting out of the army and I followed through on that. And it was a couple years before I got out that I, I was on a parachute jump and I, I broke my ankle in a couple places. And required a couple of surgeries, but led me to being on my back for a couple of months, sitting still, resting, recovering. I'm not a person that sits still for, for very long. Um, instead of just sitting there and watching movies, I discovered digital marketing. I, I felt, I, 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 it started with dot com secrets by Russell Brunson, which opened up this whole new world for me. And I spent those two months in self-education, learning about digital marketing, learning about all the skills that I would need and the opportunities that were there. Um, that led me into working for online businesses. Ultimately, I ended up getting a job straight out of the Army for a music education company out of London. Grew that company from about $300,000 a year in revenue to $5 million, and the team from three to twenty. So th that's where I discovered my love for business operations, my love for running a team, um, being the director of operations, and seeing the number of ways we could grow a business in a sustainable way, empower our team, build those systems and structures. And I felt the call. I, I discovered who I really was in this business world and knew that I had to help people do exactly what I had done at that music company to build those teams, to build those systems, become the operator, that second command that the business really need to grow. And that's when I started my own business. And now I consult and coach other entrepreneurs and their respective right-hand people to grow the business as well. Well, wow, that's a wonderful timeline you laid out there. And I'm curious, along the way, you know, we 
fueled by those that we look up to. Who's been a role model or a hero for you in your life? Man, I'm, my number one hero is my wife, the strongest person I've ever met in my life, and she will never admit to it. She has no idea how strong she is. She held our family together during very tough times, times when I was away a lot. Uh, she's my hero and the one I looked up to the most. Um, in the business world, uh, Russell Brunson is just this magnetic character. I, I can't say enough good about Russell and what he's done for me. Um, and also, also Alex Sharfin. Alex has been a tremendous influence on me, not only in the business operation side of things, yes, but also in balance and understanding that business is, business is an important part of who we are and what we are, but it can't be everything. We have to live at a greater purpose. We have to have a higher calling than that. And we have to take care of ourselves along the way. So you can, you can work a lot and still take care of yourself. Work-life balance is not a number. Work-life balance is about making sure we are taking time for ourselves, making sure we are doing the self-care things that give us energy, give us momentum, give us a higher sense of purpose. So if you can meet anybody alive on the planet right now, spend a little time with them, who would it be? Anybody alive on the planet? That's a. I think, man, my my best biggest heroes are all dead, unfortunately. <laughs> well, you can pick somebody that's not around. My biggest hero is George Washington, and for one simple reason, George was he was a man that accomplished a lot. And he was always the reluctant hero. He didn't choose, he didn't pursue to be the first president. He didn't pursue to be the commander of the Continental Army. He was called. He was chosen. And he answered the call. Willingly, he was a faithful servant. I think something about that, something about living the life that you're supposed to live, not always the one you necessarily want to live, It's just, it's it's that service and, and being who you need to be in the moment. So I, I want to go back for a second to that third grade notion. When you were in the third grade, when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? I was obsessed with dinosaurs, and I thought I'd become a paleontologist. And then an archaeologist, because I saw Indiana Jones, and that looked cool, because apparently that's what archaeologists do. But I found out that wasn't the case. But, you know, go figure. Yeah, right. <laughs> they made it look good on the big screen, though. Um, oh, yeah, so, for sure. <laughs> so you're obviously highly driven. You have been throughout your life. So I'm curious, every day that you get up and you go through your day, what motivates you? What's the ultimate motivator in your life? A couple of things. Uh, my kids are my number one motivator. They... They're at that age. My my boys are at that age where they're starting to figure it out. They're teenagers now, um, wanting to be the man that they can look up to, that they can want to follow in my footsteps. Not necessarily like my direct footsteps, but how I live my life. That's a huge motivator. On the business side, it's seeing that spark in people's eyes when they have that breakthrough moment. 
I live for that. It's it's why I became a coach in the first place. When I first coached someone and I saw it, I was like, "This is fun. This is what. This is where it's at. This this is something I love to do." So I pursue those moments where where you can have that impact. What is it that you've done, and all the things, the places you've seen, and and all the accomplishments in your life? What are you the proudest of? Man. <laughs> I think the thing I'm most proud of in business was being able to build a multi-million dollar business that's impacting tens of thousands of lives and building it in a way that I was able to walk away. I was able to have a business that I could hand over the keys to someone else and they never missed a beat. That's something I'm really proud of. Um, on the military side, it's what we did with ISIS. I was really involved with that particularly particular campaign, and it's how we were able to to take that network down the way we did. Is that was huge, and uh, you know, definitely uh, something I look back on with fond memories. Even though it wasn't always fun, but uh, the outcome was quite quite good. So, you know, based on all the wisdom you've gained in your life, let's say you have a dream tonight, you run your 20-year-old version, and you can give that version of you a piece of advice. What advice would you give your younger version? Trust in God, brother. <laughs> he's, he's got something in store for you. You're not always going to understand what, why you're being put through these challenges, but trust in the outcome, trust in, the, in what's going to come out of it, and you're going to be all right. So what's been one of the best client responses, fan letters, so to speak, you've ever gotten in your life? Something that resonates that you remember puts a smile on your face? It's just recently. I was coaching a client who's he's at that turning point, you know, just broke six figures and on his way to, to mid-six. And he said, you, you, made me, you made me realize just how much I have to give. You know, I, I put myself into this box and I didn't know how to get out of it, and you crafted the vision. You you helped me craft the vision. You didn't craft it for me, but you let me, you enabled me to see just how big of an impact I can make and just how influential I can be. So, Adam, everyone out there has a perception of you. You have different pockets and bubbles of people that exist in your world, from family to friends, clients, colleagues, but ultimately you're in control. You live your life. What's your mm -hmm. perception of you? Who do you think you are? I'm an operator. I am someone that makes stuff happen, that takes a vision of what is possible and turns it into reality. I'm driven. I am powerful. And I have yet, have yet to even begin to see the impact that I can have in the world. So as we get ready to triumphantly walk out of this digital door, let everyone out there know about what you do, who you are, anything related to your world, where can they go and find that out? Absolutely. Well, I'd love for you to take a listen to the podcast. It's called the Smooth Operator Podcast, available on Apple Podcasts. Um, you can also find that off of my website at adamliette.com. It's A-D-A-M-L-I-E-T-T-E.com. Adam, this has been great, man. I, I, I love the stories, and I, and I love, in particular, 
the success stories from those that have been in the military, there's a special place. That my dad was in the Air Force, and nice. really, the, the military really took care of him well throughout his life, and I think there's a lot of things that society needs to be more cognizant of that those that have served this country need when they get out. So it's great that you're doing such good work and you have such a positive outlook on things. So thank you for opening that story up. Absolutely, except for Air Force. Come on, I'm sorry. Air Force guys are always the guys dropping us out of the plane. So, you know, I'm always like, oh, you guys get to stay on the plane. We have to jump off. Okay, gotcha. Yes, yes. It's rigged for sure. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, cool. Well, hey, Adam, thank you again, man. Have a great day. Best of luck with everything. Thanks, brother. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. 